Hello again. This is Drew Allen, your Millennial Minister of Truth. On Thursday, Senator Chuck Grassley released the FD-1023 form in which a confidential human source relied upon by the Obama administration detailed to the FBI how Joe Biden allegedly coerced Burisma CEO Mikola Zlachevsky to pay himself, Joe Biden that is, and his son Hunter, millions of dollars in exchange for Biden's help getting the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the company fired. It's one of the greatest scandals in all of American history. And if true, which we know it is, it means that Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in American history. The three-page document answers every question the Democratic Party refused to ask regarding Hunter Biden's inexplicable position on the board of Burisma. Why was Burisma paying Hunter Biden, who had no energy expertise and who was dumber than a dog, more than a million dollars per year? The confidential human source answers that question, and the answer is the same conclusion Americans, at least those with brains and integrity, already concluded long ago. Slachevsky wasn't paying Hunter for his expertise. He was paying him for access to his father, Joe Biden, the vice president of the United States at the time. According to the CHS, the confidential human source, Zlachevsky told him that Hunter was, in fact, stupid and that his dog was smarter than Hunter Biden. But Zlachevsky wasn't paying Hunter for his brains, obviously. He needed Hunter so that, I quote, everything will be okay. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden both had told Zlachevsky that he should retain Hunter. It was a quid pro quo. Pay my son, Hunter, if you want the investigation into your company to go away. This answers the other question Democrats refused to ask. Why did Joe Biden threaten to withhold $1 billion in military aid to Ukraine if the prosecutor investigating Burisma wasn't fired? Well, because Joe Biden was bribed to do so. The FD-1023 confirms the only obvious conclusion reached by the same free-thinking Americans long ago. After Trump won the presidential election in 2016, Zlachevsky told the confidential human source he wasn't happy about it. But he had mixed feelings about Joe Biden. Biden had already put the kibosh on the investigation into Burisma, of course, but had coerced Zlachevsky to pay both Hunter and Joe millions of dollars in exchange. While he expressed confidence that no one would ever find out about the payments to the Bidens, he told the CHS that he had text messages and recorded phone conversations between both himself and Hunter and Joe to prove that he didn't pay them voluntarily. He was coerced to do so. The same FBI that allowed a two-year investigation into Trump-Russia collusion to take place, despite knowing there was no evidence. Well, they hid real evidence of Biden corruption and bribery to cover up real crimes. The FD-1023 presents more evidence of criminal conduct by Joe Biden in three pages than every Trump investigation combined. Trump's tax records were leaked to the New York Times only to show that Trump was clean. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's tax records, in contrast, which showed millions upon millions of dollars in inexplicable income to dozens of shell companies, were never demanded and were hidden. Rudy Giuliani's apartment was raided by the FBI after he asserted that Biden had been bribed by Burisma. 
a Ukrainian member of parliament who made the same accusations and leaked the audio recordings of Biden's quid pro quo phone calls with the Ukrainian President Poroshenko at the time was sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury. And President Trump was impeached for asking the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, to look into why the Ukrainian prosecutor had been fired. We, of course, know why. Anyone who threatened to expose the Biden mob family, and that's what this family is, was targeted and destroyed by the Democratic Party and the lawless FBI. The FBI, which was effectively created to address and neutralize the proliferation of organized crime in the early 20th century, has itself become the soldiers of organized criminals of the highest order in America. The Bidens, like the Clintons, are mob families. The biggest gangster in America is currently occupying the Oval Office and is the president of the United States. That's serious. America is one of the most corrupt countries in the entire world now. Our nation's credibility and influence, influence has been severely eroded. Where do we go from here? If our federal law enforcement agency and the president of the United States is a mafia organization, who and what organization is going to take out the mafia? The mob is running the government. It's no wonder tens of billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars are being poured into Ukraine, another country run by the mob, coincidentally run by our mob in the U.S., the same mobsters in the Oval Office and in our government. IRS Special Agent Joseph Ziegler told the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday that Hunter Biden's overseas influence peddling operations enriched the Biden family and their business associates to the tune of more than $17 million from foreign nationals in Ukraine, Romania, and China. The Burisma bribery scandal is just the tip of the iceberg. Ziegler confirmed that at least $7.3 million had been paid out by Burisma. $3.1 million from business dealings in Romania and $6.9 million from the communist Chinese-linked firm CEFC. The Bidens were doing this everywhere. A country with self-respect would be building a gallows and investigating U.S. government officials involved for treason. Instead, the Democratic Party is building another fiction-based case to put former President Trump in prison and prevent him from running for re-election. Democrats falsely contend that Trump is running for re-election to escape accountability. The truth is the Democrats are indicting Trump on false charges to both cover up their own crimes and escape accountability for themselves. In May of 2017, just four months after being inaugurated president of the United States, a special counsel was appointed to investigate Trump for colluding with Vladimir Putin to steal the 2016 election. The investigation was based on completely uncorroborated claims made in a dossier that was paid for by the Clinton campaign and the DNC. An FBI team of half a dozen intelligence analysts weren't able to verify a single claim made. They never could find that PP tape that was supposed to have existed. Despite their knowledge that there was no actual evidence, the FBI spied on the Trump campaign and remained, remained silent while Robert Mueller investigated Trump for a crime that hadn't ever been committed. Mueller ultimately concluded his investigation by announcing that there was no evidence of Trump-Russia collusion. Surprise, surprise. Two years were devoted to investigating Trump without any evidence to justify doing so. 
The investigation wasn't conducted to investigate a crime. It was an investigation conducted to find a crime. And now we know also to cover up Democrat Party crimes. While Trump was being investigated without evidence, the FBI had knowledge of the bribery scheme involving Joe Biden in Ukraine. The confidential human source used during the Obama administration alerted the FBI in 2017, while Trump was being investigated for Trump-Russia collusion, of Joe Biden's involvement with the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. The FD-1023, released by Grassley on Thursday, was from his subsequent testimony in 2020. Unlike Trump-Russia collusion, which was as real as Nancy Pelosi's eyebrows, the accusation of Joe and Hunter Biden taking $10 million from the criminal executive of Burisma in exchange for shutting down a Ukraine investigation into the company were credible. A special counsel was appointed to investigate President Trump for nearly two years over allegations without a shred of evidence. No special counsel has been appointed to investigate Joe Biden, despite the existence of copious amounts of evidence. Had a CHS come forward alleging that Trump had coerced a Ukrainian oligarch to pay him millions in exchange for shutting down an investigation, the oligarch would have been questioned. Had a CHS informed the FBI of the existence of incriminating texts and recorded phone calls, the FBI would have immediately seized the electronic equipment and investigated. Instead, the FBI most recently has seized the phones belonging to current Trump advisors as they probe Trump for seditious conspiracy. While the FBI has admitted their involvement in curating the J6 protests by refusing to answer questions about the presence of agents and informants that day, the seizure of the phones and emails sent amongst Democrats like Nancy Pelosi and others would clear up the controversy. 40,000 some odd hours of footage from J6 is yet to be released. If the Democrats intend to put Trump in jail for inciting an insurrection, a full investigation of what actually happened that day should be conducted. Trump, of course, didn't incite an insurrection. Just this February, a former FBI special agent was sentenced to six years in prison for conspiring to accept $150,000 in bribes in exchange for providing sensitive law enforcement information to a corrupt attorney with ties to Armenian organized crime. Donald Aldway, the assistant director in charge of the FBI's Los Angeles field office, correctly stated that today's sentencing of Mr. Bromond, a former FBI agent who abandoned his pledge to serve the American people in exchange for a lavish lifestyle, is gratifying and reaffirms the FBI's commitment to weeding out corruption of public officials, including those from within. He goes on to say, I'm proud of the agents and prosecutors who devoted years to this sensitive investigation and trial, which resulted in today's outcome and a rest restoration of trust by the people we serve. They can't say the same here with Joe Biden. While the FBI devoted years to investigate and sentence a corrupt former FBI agent for taking $150,000 in bribes, the same FBI has refused to investigate the President of the United States for taking more than $17 million in bribes from countless foreign nationals. The same FBI investigated Trump for accusations they knew weren't true, but has refused to investigate Biden for accusations that they know are true. The rule of law is dead when those tasked with enforcing the law prosecute and investigate crimes not committed and ignore and cover up crimes that have been committed. 
Donald Trump is being investigated and indicted for murders while the alleged murder victims are living. Joe Biden isn't being investigated or indicted for murders while the dead bodies pile up. Criminals are running our government. What can we do about it? A somber question with unsettling options, especially if the mob succeeds in putting Trump in prison for crimes not committed.